So, all right, let's do this thing. Go pick up Fallon. All right. All right, well, we are rolling. You ready? Ready. Wake. Let's do this. You unstressed? No. no. You're the opposite. But this- You're listening to the Homeboys Podcast. Recorded in our Indiana office and with combined 40 years of experience. Here's your hosts, Clint and Scott. Hey, everybody. You're with the Homeboys and the Homeboys podcast. We've got a very exciting episode for you today. We're talking about a topic that nobody wants to talk about, but everybody needs as a real estate investor. We are talking about property management. (laughs) It It is awful to deal with, but it is the most important thing when it comes to making sure that your investment is sound and performing like it should. It, uh, it brings everything full circle. So we're talking about what to look for in a good PM. My name is Clint Weatherill. As always, I'm here with my buddy, Scott Adams. How's it going today? Life is good. Life is good. I uh, worked late last night, caught up a little. I know you're a little behind at work. You got a lot of family stuff going I'm on. I'm behind at life. Yeah. I'm behind at life. My wife is gone this week. On a girl's trip. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. That's why your mom's here and everything? Mm-hmm. That's why uh, I, I got this extra set of hands. Okay. Ballet practice. I've got uh, a cast coming off of my two-year-old mm-hmm. this week. I've got a, uh, a dog at the vet right now, just like... You guys should come over for dinner some night. I know you have a million you know, Amongst all the right. other appointments, right. I would love to right. come over for dinner. Yeah beer right something but uh it's gonna be a it's gonna be a crazy week i don't know how single parents do it really i don't i that's something that's yeah my, my mom I, had i realize in times like this with my wife not here like holy crap yeah a lot going on imagine my mom she had two shithead sons that were just <laughs> always in trouble running around and she was a full-time principal at a school, so her reputation was on the line when we'd screw up. And you were such a punk little oh, I was such kid an anyway. Idiot. You know? idiot. Just pure idiocy. <laughs> it's it's uh, very refreshing to see the, the I was going to say young man, but you're not a young yeah. man anymore. <laughs> the, the old man the, I've the, become. The man that, that, uh, that you've become. Yeah. But, uh, a, lot of, a lot of lessons the hard way. <laughs> that's right. A lot of lessons the hard way. But well, But speaking of... Lessons. Of lessons the hard way. Yeah, I mean, property of... <laughs> management. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be the star of today's podcast pretty much because um, this is your area of expertise. You know, you um, you got into this in uh, around 2008 pretty heavily because the market crapped the bed, and you had a lot of clients you were helping flip houses, and so. Well, what a lot of people don't know is I'm actually 25 years old. <laughs> that because of my property management experience. I look like a forty-three-year-old man. Yeah, so you, you're not you're not overweight. Your your skin just gets thicker. That's and thicker. what I that's what I say. You know, I'm actually not putting on weight. It's just got really thick skin. Yeah, but, it's uh, a it's a tough business to be in. So let's let's start with that, which is um, a be nice to your property managers, be nice to your property managers, and be nice to your property managers. They don't make very much for the amount of work they do. It's a volume business for them. So be nice to them. And speaking of property managers, let's talk about how someone out there should pick ones, should screen them, who they should go with. What do you think the number one thing is? I'll kind of summarize what we're going to talk about okay. in its entirety. Three words, experience, systems, and people. Um, and all three are very vital and all three kind of play into one another. So there's going to be some overlapping, but really 
experience, systems, and people are the three biggest three biggest things. So, you think in that order of importance? I think so because I think experience is easy to gauge early, and we see so many people that decide, you know what, I'm going to be a property manager, and how horribly we've seen that end for clients. Um, you know, we had one guy here locally that ran off with damage deposit money that, uh, you know, just decided to be a property manager one day and, you know, hurt a lot of people. Right. And, you know, I think that situations like that could have been avoided just by saying, how long have you been a property manager? I know that kind of runs into, well, then how are there new property managers? Well, I think that a good property manager starts slowly, doesn't dive in, get a hundred properties or 200 properties or more properties right away because they're just not, they're not, they don't have the bandwidth, you know, for that. So starting, you know, and asking about experience. And for me, you know, I kind of became a property manager by accident. I was helping facilitate lots of property flips, not only for myself, but for other customers. And I've said it on this podcast before the great recession changed everything you know, for, for me and for us in a lot of ways that our houses stopped selling and our for sale signs got switched out for, for rent signs. So building our property management business started extremely slowly and helped us to build the systems and add the people, you know, over time. So if you're looking for a good property manager in whatever market that you are, you know, obviously we're in you know, Indianapolis, so we can speak to Indianapolis, but really the same, same rings true across the country in any market. Ask your property manager about their experience. If someone says, well, I've actually been in business for a couple of months, huge red flag. Right. Um, you know, you really, there's so many moving parts to property management that even good people and good, you know, smart property managers, they have to acquire that over time, you know, and even in year five of property management for me and for us, you know, you're learning, you're adapting, you're switching your systems, you, you know, finally tune it over time. And I think that that's so important because there's no property manager that just opens up their door and has everything, you know, streamlined and perfect from day one. It's just not possible. It just doesn't happen. It's just not possible. It doesn't happen. You know, I have, I have experience obviously with hundreds of of properties and, uh, you know, I managed my own portfolio that I was working on building as in my young twenties and the nightmares you learn. I thought that was a great way to learn. It was on my own properties. Mm -hmm. I got to make a lot of mistakes that way. And I learned a lot and I, didn't go as much into managing other people's properties as you did. I was more focused on acquisitions and some other uh, angles, so to speak. But I still thought I knew a ton about property management. And then when you and I went into business decades ago, I realized how little I know. Mm -hmm. So even someone who has experience with literally hundreds of houses, maybe into the thousands, I still had a lot to learn. You know, it's, it's the experience is so important. You had a full head of hair, I did. wavy, yep. long flowing yep. hair at the time. Skinny, pure muscle, <laughs> six pack. We got we got to find a picture of uh, you know the hair that you, the that mullet you, that you had down to the, the shoulders with the Steve Miller band shirt. <laughs> That's right. We got we got to pull that up. My senior picture, Steve Miller band shirt, classy. But the property management's what probably cost you your hair. It yeah, for sure. It's the most <laughs> stressful part of this business. It really is. You know, I'll. I'll 
as you know, we've lost money on all kinds of houses. In fact, we're going to do a, a episode on on making fun of ourselves and mm-hmm. the mistakes we made and all the money we've lost on different properties. That's nothing compared to the stress of property management. Correct. You know, and anyone who's been in the business for more than one house understands right. this, which is part of why today is so important. So you've got experience. So you got to talk, you, you got to really hone in on the experience. And that's somebody that knows real estate, you know, inside and out, that knows transactional real estate inside and out, that has experience, you know, renting properties. And, you know, part of the experience comes, you know, the contracting piece and having the Rolodex. It takes experience. I mean, I couldn't imagine me going to, let's just pick a market, say Memphis, and opening up a property management company, even with all of my property management knowledge, I don't have that Rolodex that is so vital to right. keeping this thing going that, I mean, it's worth tens of thousands, hundreds of right. thousands, just the Rolodex of, you know, contractors and other real estate professionals and that, that, that we've gained slowly right. over the years that you just don't get when you go into a market. So, which, which let me make kind of a side point, which is not only are we talking about this in terms of our experience and what we've learned and, and why we're one of the top property management firms in in the Midwest. But we also own properties out of state and in other markets. And you and I have had to find, fire, hire property managers all over the place. Property here recently, you know, had a nightmare situation in Fort Myers in Cape Coral, Florida. Right. That uh, I literally had to get my family on a plane and go down there. down over a plumbing. Wasn't there like a plumbing? The plumbing issue, but then got down there, surprised uh, a surprise visit, and then found tenants, or you know, it's a vacation style property right. that we had, but you know, vacationers in the property when it was not booked out in right. our portal. So basically, Their our property manager yeah. was just saying that it was vacant and pocketing all of the money. Where um, was I on that? Or do you just do all the work around here and I just sit back and relax? Pretty much. Your, your charm <laughs> and charisma adds a lot Curious to this. Because <laughs> I own that house with you and I barely remember this. And well, like, we kind of doubled it up. You know, we, we, uh, we did a surprise visit there. Then we rented a car and went to Disney for that's a day. That's right. So that was, I was that wondering, was, like, was, why wouldn't I have part done of it. that? We mixed okay. business and pleasure together. But... But so I'm know, not as terrible as you claim every day. <laughs> I love you to death, my friend. I love you. You do a lot, but uh, but yeah, it's that's just one you know story of thousands that we could say from nightmare situations. And this, those people, we should have listened to our own advice. They didn't have a ton of experience. They were referred to us by somebody else, yeah. somebody else that we knew. And that's a good point. Somebody that we knew, trusted, and cared, and in a way cared about. He's a he's a family friend, basically a very close f- friend of of a. F- a friend who is basically our family. Correct, so, correct. so you can't always go on that. In fact, I would suggest you don't, you know, uh, the referrals are great if it's someone that you trust that they trust, but that comes second to what we're talking about today, which is experience. And then what, what else, what, what's the next thing besides experience? Well, after experience, you really want to dive into your property manager systems yeah. and what systems do they have? And those systems really cover, it's a very broad term, but it covers advertising. It could co- cover um, the screening, you know, of tenants. It could also be just the ongoing monitoring, um, you know, breaking those down a little bit. I think it could be how you get paid and when you get paid. We've Correct. seen some, we've seen some systems out there that that are um, alarm raising 
when a property manager mm-hmm. doesn't pay you for two months and then they pay you on the 30th after two months, they're sitting on two months of your rent before you're paid. Correct. We, you see that a lot where people, property managers will require a reserve. Yeah. Um, it's just basically they're allowed to start a property management company with no skin in the game whatsoever. So right. I, I disagree with that. We don't require a reserve. We don't carry reserves, um, you know, on our customers. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the systems. But, you know, technology changed a lot for us, and any good property manager is going to be taking advantage of all that technology has to offer. You know, when it comes to advertising, we load everything into our property management software pictures, descriptions, all of that, then we hit post to internet and we're on over 65, you know, real estate websites. We get tons of traffic for all of our available rentals. We have literally nothing available right now. It's been a really, you know, hot time for leasing also, just as it has been for real estate sales. But then what do you do after you get these prospects, you know, reaching out? Um, there's lots of bad prospects out there. What are your systems for screening tenants? Right. Um, you know, we do criminal background check. We do a credit check. We do a national eviction search. We verify their income. Uh, we also um, verify their past uh, residency. Um, it's a very detailed system that really has just been repeated for the better part of a decade. That, yeah. That, that really works. And it's a system that is, we pay very close attention to it. We don't make any money as property managers unless our clients are successful. We don't get minimum um, amounts. Yep. So we only make money by collecting rent. And we collect rent the best by providing the best quality tenants that, that, you know, that we can follow. That's a very important part of a system that the property, property managers have. Make sure that they're, they're motivated in the right ways, meaning their profit centers are in the right spots. If they're charging you a monthly fee just to manage your properties, they're not motivated to get it filled. In fact, their life's easier if it's not filled because they'll be making their monthly fee. and No matter what. No matter what. Right. So you, you have to make sure that their system, it's baked in to so that they're motivated the, the right way. Um, so you've got the major softwares out there. If, if a property manager has Appfolio, Buildium, Rently, um, or, or any of those big box um, property management softwares, that's a good start for a system. Now, m- how they apply it and use it is a whole other story that you could get behind the scenes. Oh, absolutely. And it, it's yeah. such a, a vast software that we use that, I mean, it took many years for us to, yeah. to truly be experts on the system, which, you know, goes back to experience again. Right. But, um, you know, this, the screening is a very important part of the systems. And then really last as far as the systems go, monitoring the property on an ongoing basis. What does that look like? Many, 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 and most property managers, they put a tenant in there and that's it. You know, that's they're not doing any ongoing monitoring. You know, we do two um, inspections a year that we're still monitoring the property. We're monitoring the lease. We're obviously monitoring the, the payment structure with the, with the tenants. Um, all very important pieces, and the software kind of goes into that also. We have all of our inspections loaded into our property management software that our clients have access. Um, many of our clients are out-of-area investors. Right. So we really want to offer as much information as possible, and the information is kind of twofold. We want 
to empower our owners to be able to see what's going on at their property. But then also, if we have all of that documentation, if there was any situation, say an eviction or you know you ended up in court, we literally have a vault of information why we don't really lose many of uh, those cases when a situation does go bad. Right. Very few go bad. The percentages are very small, but being protected when they do is very vital. Yeah. The, the you know, we're obviously owners within our own property management company because we have houses that, you know, the company manages and they manage them just like anyone else's. Exact In fact, same. I mean, they don't ever t- tell me anything. I'm, I might as well be an out of state owner with our properties. Right. Um, but the amount of information that I can go in there and see without having to pick up the phone and ask what the heck's going on through the owner portal is unbelievable. Um, you know, the software has come a long way and those systems are very important. Um, the only asterisk to this that I would say is if there's a property manager who is kind of small and they do it all on their own, I can understand that working. We in our history haven't had good luck with small property managers. We have had better luck with big experienced firms that have systems and, and staff in place. Um, so, well, in, in many, in many scenarios, the larger the property management company, really the more successful that they have been. Right. And if they've been successful, most property managers that have been successful have done it by treating their customers right. Yeah. You know, they're, they're big for a certain reason. You know, we always joke about how small Indianapolis truly is. You know, we, we know all the local real estate investors, you know, you get a bad name. It's over pretty quick. Yeah. You know, we mentioned, you know, a, a bad property management scenario right. and, you know, I mean, it's posted all over, you know, different forums on the internet. and But locally, his name is Mud all, way before it gets even to the internet. You Correct. know, it's, it's, uh, it's very old school in the Midwest here. You know, you still hear about everything by word of mouth. Everyone's reputation um, is carried with them around here. You know, it's, it's, this is the old school way of you shake people's hand, you look them in the eye, you tell them what you're going to do, and then you do it. And if you don't, there's a problem. You know, and another huge red flag, and it kind of goes back to experience just a little bit, if you're screening a property manager and their fee structure is considerably cheaper than the experienced yeah. property managers, it's cheaper for a reason. They don't know what they're doing. The margins are so small in property management that, you know, in order to, to make money for, you know, you want your property managers making money, number one. But if someone's charging you, you know, 4%, you know, ongoing management fee, those people are not making a profit. And if they're not making a profit, that is very scary for a a real estate investor. Um, That's where you see, um, you know, rent money's not paid out because the poor mismanagement, uh, they don't have the money to to pay out. They don't Um, have security deposits held. They don't have damage deposits held. They've used them. Um, You know, you see it, you know, all the time. It's very, very important to screen your property managers, you know, yeah. make sure that they have the experience, make sure that they have the right systems. And, and lastly, what kind of really brings it all together. And the thing that I'm most proud of being a couple of knucklehead dudes like you and I, just a couple of, of regular guys is we've really got an amazing team of people that work here. Unbelievable. 
unbelievable. You know, I've I've really I know you've know probably noticed in um, some of our last meetings with some of our staff. I've tried to say, you know, I probably don't tell you how much I appreciate you enough. I sent you, you know? a text that way the other the other you night. You did, and it means something. Yeah. you know, uh, but you know, we're so lucky. We have very little turnover. Yep. The experience within the people, like I said, these three these these three facets all right. kind of tie in together. The experience of the people that we have. The three things: experience, systems, and then the people. Correct. Um, you know, and of course, the people kind of bring it bring it full circle. But you know, you look at the number of licensed professionals that we have, the amount of investment property experience, the amount of uh, maintenance and contracting experience that we have. And we've been very fortunate. I think it's because we have a pretty fun work environment. Um, but we, the we turnover, in each other. you know, the turnover is so small yeah. and it's a very difficult to attract quality people in today's job force because, you know, you go back a generation and people would get a job and they'd stay at companies right. for 10, 15, 20, 25 years. Those days are kind of over. I, I just read a report that the average College graduate today will have eleven different jobs, um, you know, which is a lot. But when we graduated, I believe it was eight was the average. So it just keeps going up. And before us, the average was much much lower. You've had two CentOS and mm-hmm. and here. Yes, that's it. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. You know, when my dad was still alive, you know, he used to, you know, always uh, you know brag about you know his staff. Right. You know, he had a small law firm. He had two women there that worked over 40 years, right. you know, at his law firm. And they're smoking at their desks and their typewriters. That's how it was back in the seventies and eighties, you know, and, uh, you know, those days are just, you know, I'd always say, dad, you don't know how lucky you are. I mean, yeah. it's, that doesn't happen, but you know, from top to bottom, you know, the people that we have here is, is pretty phenomenal. And, you know, I take a lot of pride in the fact that our customers call in and they're still talking to the same people that they talked to four years ago, five years ago. Right. Um, you know, our... In many cases, de- over a decade with many of them. Correct. You know, our rehab superintendent, you know, been here for nearly 15 years. Yeah. You know, our office coordinator has been here for seven years. You know, all of our leasing staff been here, you know, many years. Right. Um, your sales manager, you know. Right. You and I, obviously, right. you know, been plugging away at over, you know, 20 right. years each. Even our leasing agents have been here forever. Right. Forever. And some of them started in-house and then wanted to go out into the field. And, and um, you know, part of the thing is it, if one way to check to see how valuable the, the people that you're working with are is to ask how they're treated. You know, um, I know it would be a weird question to ask your property manager, hey, do you give your employees a 401k and, you know, health insurance? But it's okay to ask weird questions and to just see how they treat their employees. Well, that environment that you speak of, like, you know, we offer 401k, we offer medical, you know, insurance. It's kind of unheard of in real estate. we're, We're a real estate brokerage at heart. And you just don't see those kind of things for employees, which is why we've got the loyalty that we have with our staff. And, you know, it's just, it's so important to be able to, to know who you're, you're talking to. I've got a vacation rental in Panama city beach, Florida, and literally I'm talking to somebody different every other week. It's bananas. It's crazy. And they treat their, their, they treat their staff like crap. Right. 
um, went to lunch or excuse me, went to dinner with, with one of, uh, you know, their staff members, you know, their main rehab superintendent, basically. Correct. And, you know, it's like, we just get treated like garbage. And, you know, I think it's important to know the culture of your property management company. It's why I love it when customers come to town. Right. I love it. You know, we, you know, we're tied to our desk a lot, analyzing data, you know, whenever we have customers, it, it gets, lets us be human. We had our biggest customer, um, you know, come to town this past week. We got to enjoy a steak dinner with them, which was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Missed seeing him. It was great. Yeah. To, great to hang out. It was, uh, you know, really special. But, you know, he said that, you know, you know mentioned Jamie, you right. know, our sales manager, mentioned Barry, yeah. mentioned Betty. He sent know. me a text after. He said, I don't know why I don't come out there every six months, you know. And we welcome that. Right. You know, it's it's. We like having that relationship with our customers. For sure. You know, I'm the, you know, one of the owners of, of our property management company, but yet, and we've got a large staff, you know, underneath of us, but my cell phone is in the hands of every single one of our customers and I welcome their calls. Right. I, I love helping them, even when the situation sucks. Right. You know, when stuff is not going right. Well, the truth um, is that's the only time it lands on yours or my desk. Very true. Something's gone wrong, right? You know, horribly wrong. Because we have such a competent staff, such an experienced staff that, I mean, honestly, it's rare something makes it all the right. way to us. You know, when you've got a full-time CPA on staff and licensed, you know, real estate people with as much experience as they have, you know, it's it's only a emergency situations that land on our desk. But um, the people that the company has that that you're looking at. It's just important to, to see that culture, to also make sure that they're licensed. Um, just about any firm our size will be licensed, but it's always good to check that. You can always check with the Secretary of State for any state you're looking at to make sure that they are licensed right. um, in business and in, in property management or, or as a real estate brokerage. Yeah, so uh, I, I think that, you know, kind of closing out the people, I think it's important to ask the employees of the property management company, what happens when things go wrong? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's easy, you know, when, when everything is going right, that's anybody could do that. Yeah. Aaron Chapman, who is a, uh, one of these uh, just amazing people out there in our world. He's a, a lender. He's a star in the lending world. Um, you know, he and I became close over um, his, the, the mortgage company he worked for about a decade ago, melted down. Like they literally melted down. It wasn't his fault. He just happened to be there when it happened. And you really get to see a person's character and what they're all about when things go wrong. It's a a great point because literally we had like 30 transactions with this lender. And I'm just throwing a number out. But it's somewhere close close to that. And we had to really start I bet it was 30. And we came out of that horrible experience liking Aaron Chapman better than we did before correct because we saw his character yeah we got screwed and we love the guy who was our representative of people screwing us so you know i always try to train the staff run to the problems it gives the problems give you an opportunity to show your customer why they are in business with you right and you know i i have very few god-given skills but overcoming objections is one of them you know i'm i'm very good at overcoming, you know, obstacles. And I always thought I was the best uh, at it until I met you. Um, but you know, I yeah. think it's I think it's a genuine. We care about our people, which 
kind of bringing this all full circle, you know, our success is based on our customer success. And 100%. We, we have to facilitate our customer success, which, you know, helps us grow as a company. So it's really about being able to get a relationship with your property manager. Like I said, I make myself available to all of our, all of our customers. Right. But you said it in the beginning, and our biggest customer that was in town last week, he said this. He has a real estate podcast. Right. And I've mentioned a it before one. on the show where he looked at the camera and said, be kind to your property managers. And I told him that whenever we were out eating eating a right. steak dinner that, uh, you know, I've always used that line. Right. Um, because, you know, we we had a we had a customer last week. I think it's important to to point sure. out that that was very accusatory. Yeah. Um, and I want to say this about our company, but it's something to look for in a property manager. We want to help our customers. Right. We want to hear, you know, what is going on and what questions you have. We want to help. When a customer becomes accusatory, and you know, starts waving their arms. It does not help anyone. Yeah, l- it doesn't help anyone. Let's let's put it this way: your relationship with your property manager should be as much a partnership as anything else. When you start to turn it into an adversarial relationship, or you believe they're just trying to get in your pocket every chance you get, the relationship will not succeed. They won't be able to help you if you treat them that way. And if you believe they are acting that way, do not work with them. So when it reaches that point, when there's a relationship that becomes adversarial versus each other trying to lift each other up and succeed, then that's not a good relationship to be in. And we all, our relationships across the board with our, with our clients are us trying to lift them up and help them succeed. That is the core of our business. And if that isn't appreciated or they have, I, you know, in this particular case, we found out that they're, they're, he, they only have one property with us and they have like 19 and with other markets that are going very badly. Mm -hmm. And so I think that bleeds over because he might have some relationships out there that are being treated that way. But, you know, we put a stop to it and and we said, we're literally trying to help you and you treating us this way is unacceptable. And, um, to his credit, you sent a very poignant email, you know, basically summarizing the things you just said. He received it very well. He did. Um, so, Kudos to him. Right. Um, you know, we all, it, it can be a very emotional business. That's why property management, you know, is finding the right property manager is so key because they kind of bring your investment full circle. Right. Um, you know, but really, like you said, you've got, it's got to be a partnership. Yeah. You know, it's a business marriage. You know, it, it, it truly is. And we want to help, you know, our customers. And there's lots of property managers out there that sh- share the same sentiment. You just have to really, you know, look for them and, you know, do your homework. Uh, I've got a call here as soon as we get done t- uh, taping this podcast for someone that is looking for our property management services oh, from California. Right. Yeah, I saw that. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm literally going to be sharing the exact same things that I shared on this right. podcast. You know, our experience, the systems that we have, and the people that we have. Um, it's just... It's so very, so very vital. You know, what's funny is, is we got that by an email um, from someone out of California looking for property management. They have a couple of properties here. And both you and I at 11, 10 p.m. last night. Yeah, it was after 10. We're emailing excited about it. You know, we have hundreds and hundreds of owners, um, you know, 
so many properties under management, but you and I still care enough that we might have to, we might be able to help another person. And it's, if, if you get that feeling from your property manager and they are out there, there's property managers who want to see you succeed because it will make them succeed. Make sure that's in there. Besides the fact that you, you want experience systems mm-hmm. and the right people, make sure that that culture is there. You know, that also speaks to the fact that you and I don't have any lives. No, none. <laughs> so, none. so you know, is... we're, we're responding, you know, Monday night, you know, at, at, yeah. at 10 o'clock, you know, to, <laughs> to prospect, right. you know, prospectful, yeah. you know, uh, customers. Our friends are probably you know. together watching sports. You and I are like, yes, a client. Doing something fun. <laughs> That's right. But we've always been that way, you know, with responding to customers. And I, I think that it shows that we care. And that's the biggest thing yeah. is letting our customers know we care. And, you know, I'm not always able to respond at 10 o'clock. I try to, you know, as much as I can because it shows that person that, you know what, I care about their business. Yeah. I want it. You know, I want you to reach out to us and I want, you know, us to respond, you know, in a timely fashion. That's something that we drill home, you know, to our people, you know, that work, work for us. But, yeah. and, uh, and that, that has been passed down to our staff, too. You know, that that same culture that I think both of us have done a a decent job at has been passed down through our company. And so watch for that, obviously. We could go on for hours bragging about how great, you know, these people are that that work for us. But, um, you know, those are the main systems. And you're the property management expert. So you at home just heard this from someone with more experience than anyone else I've ever met in the industry. And I speak across the country shoulder to shoulder with the most experienced and successful single family residential real estate in investors in the country. I stand shoulder to shoulder with them and not a single one of them um, could, could hold your cup of water. Well, I appreciate that. It's something that's grown slowly over time. Um, and it's, it's really, you know, the, the care and concern that we pour in, you know, to our, to our properties, you know, that starts with the properties we provide, obviously, but right. then also the properties that we manage. We're pretty selective on good properties and in good neighborhoods. And then really just communicating, you yeah. know, with, with our customers. And, you know, it's it's grown, you know, over time. I joke around, you know, I'm, I've got very humble beginnings. I'm from a very small, you know, town in the country, mm-hmm. southern Indiana. And, um, you know, I, I joke that, uh, you know, we've got more tenants than my hometown has people. Um, you know, under, under management, Holy cow. Um, it's pretty, pretty nuts when you, when you put it that way, but I never, yeah. we, we started with those humble beginnings and because of what we pour into it, we were, we've been, you know, very yeah. blessed, you know, and uh, praise the Lord for that. And, yep. you know, we, uh, we, we really enjoy, you know, helping our customers. So, you know, to summarize, what to look for in a good property manager. Start with experience. Very important that you're getting in uh, to a relationship with someone that truly knows what they're doing. Get into their systems. You know, ask about their day-to-day systems. Um, and then, you know, get to know the people that work work there. We love client visits. Uh, we love showing people around the office and putting, uh, you know, names and uh you know, with, uh, with, the, faces with the voices. Names. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's something that we take a lot of pride in. So, very challenging thing. Anything, any other words of wisdom, Dr. Adams? No, you know, it's, it's, um, don't, don't be scared to interview property managers. Um, you've got a good baseline to what, for what to look for with, with this. And, um, if you are in Indianapolis, come see us. Cause we have 
the top of the food chain over here. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but yeah. I, I will take the kind kind words, yep. especially with all the stress I've got going on uh, yeah. with my wife being out of town and having to Usa. manage two and four year old girls, you know, yeah. this week. But just say USA a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. Serenity now. <laughs> yep. Serenity now. Yep. <laughs> but uh, but anyhow, that's our show for today. If you have any questions, we would love to field them whether it's about property management in Indianapolis or just property management in general. You heard it from the doctor and myself today. We're glad that you joined us. Real quick, see that subscribe button down there? Give it a little tappy. We love providing these uh, podcasts tappy, for you. Tappy. little tap, tap, tap But uh, But please uh, join us for our next podcast. Until then, happy investing. 